Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this evening's production of Black Swan Media's Two Witnesses podcast. Tonight's episode is censorship. And if you would like to contact the team here at BSM, we are at blackswanmedia at protonmail.com. We thank you for your support, and God bless to you and yours, and have a good night. that you brought up I think are beautiful as far as informing people of their rights as far as how do you actually get at the truth and you have to go back and you know when you're requesting from the government go to that FOIA Freedom of Information Act process and then you have to deal with their redactions once you do get it back and one of the things that I was just looking at in terms of you know we were talking before uh, a little bit about how censorship really started happening back during the military games back in back in October 2019 October 19 uh, I think it was October uh, September October 2019 the world military games and you had all these athletes 9000 athletes show up from all over the world and next thing you know after the games they were sent back and that happened in Wuhan by the way and they were sent back home and, and people were ill and they became vectors for disease outbreak and now, all of a sudden, uh, you know, here we are three weeks later, three years later. And now, you know, because we've tracked the different scariants in alpha, you know, beta, gamma, Z. You know, we didn't have a Z because of President Z, you know, so they had uh, Omicron instead, which spelled backwards means moronic. And this whole thing is moronic and ironic. Uh, ran by morons, I do believe. And they've got everybody believing it because they control the leverage of truth. think about it, then you're right, because you go to a public library, you know, sure, they have a digital section, but you still have books in print. And so it's hard to change the record. It's hard to change the author's intent after the effect when you're dealing with print. But when you when it's digital and everybody's looking at it online and they're being censored by uh, Facebook, Google, Twitter, you name it, even some conservative sites. Now, if you get too far off of the party message, you know, they will limit your speech youtube is a good example how they will limit your speech and i look at all the initial communications coming out. if you look at every single public service announcement that they did from the white house during the COVID outbreak every single one of those things is they were wrong whatever they say you put a timeline on it six months eight months a year later you'll find out what they're putting out uh wasn't accurate information was part of the overall larger cover-up about how this thing actually happened how to the SARS-CoV-2 uh, virus was actually made in a lab. It's only a one in a billion chance, so many billion chance of it being naturally occurring, as they were saying, because they looked at it and reverse genetically engineered the whole thing. And they look at it and they say, well, these sort of structures don't happen in nature. And the only way that can happen is in a bioweapons lab. Then we find out that the United States supposedly eliminated gain-of-function research many years ago in the Obama administration. And then, of course, uh, you had Dr. Falsey bringing it back. And since they couldn't do it onshore, they did it offshore into the Ukraine, which while the Ukraine became one of the bastions of uh, global corruption 
anything goes there. They're into all kinds of dark arts over there, including their current quote unquote president who was installed during the Maidan revolution back in 2014 under the Obama administration. And, uh, you know, like you said, you know, if the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting a billion dollars. I'm leaving here in six hours. The prosecutor's not fired. Guess what? Son of a bitch. He got fired. We put somebody in solid that wouldn't investigate us so that we could shut this thing down. So you're seeing not only the censorship or cr- critical public health information that came out before, during, and after the COVID outbreak, you also see an unqualified failure at the highest levels of government, the highest levels of corporate responsibility, the highest level of big tech. The highest levels of corporate media responsibility, you've got a journalist online now, Katie Turr, of all people. I always thought she was an excellent journalist. She was just, you know, she was just blinded. And now all of a sudden she started asking questions about, wait a minute, why am I getting such blowback from people? Why are people hating me all of a sudden? I used to be in a respected profession. So she was a part of that group thinking now is beginning to wake up. God bless her. And go Katie. You know, but you got a long way to wake up, darling. You 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 got to get yourself out of that system because they will put you back to sleep in a heartbeat if you're going to work there. So whatever happened to Rachel Maddow after putting out all that garbage all those years and influencing minds, and now she's on to the next biggest and, bad, and baddest thing, you know, because she was categorically wrong on all that. So every single source of truth, every single source of authoritative um, input as far as what was really going on, what was really going on in the world, By and large, throughout the whole COVID outbreak, we can see that the entire world, not just the United States and its citizens, but the entire world was actually uh, deceived uh, with disinformation, misinformation, malinformation, uh, censorship, whatever it is that you want to call it. Before, conquering army, when they came in, you know, first people that they would attack would be round up all the intellectuals and lawmakers and offer them either gold or basically or, you know, either plata or plomo, as they say, you know, down in Mexico, you know, you get elected to office, what will it be? Will it be gold? In other words, you join the corruption or plomo or lead or or else we bury you six foot under or we melt your body. You know, nobody knows why you disappeared. So that's sort of where we're at, except we've never had it on such a globally coordinated, uh, large scale globally coordinated effort. Um, I mean, how do you shut down the entire world economy at one time, country by country, and just blink the lights in every single country? It has to be a globally connected effort. And as you were sharing, Celeste, I was looking at, you know, and they're talking about this whole thing, monkeypox, monkeypox, scary to death. You know, here's the gays again, making everybody sick, you know, with their with their perverted lifestyles. Again, why do they always blame it on the gays? And at the same time, they promote a transgender uh, uh, agenda, transgender agenda. Why do they do that? Well, folks, that's part of the old okie doke, right? I'm sitting here looking at a letter from the Food and Drugs Administration, Food and Drug Administration, dated September 24, 2019, is to Bavarian Nordic. Now, if you never heard of Bavarian Nordic, Bavarian Nordic is the only company in the entire world that makes the Genios, J Y N N. Look that word up if you want to get an idea how evil this thing is. J Y N N. EOS, Genios vaccine, the only country in the world that can make this supposedly emergency vaccine due to this monkeypox outbreak that the World Health Organization just declared a global health emergency. The United States government, Health and Human Services Department just declared this a health emergency. San Francisco, out here on the left coast, just declared it a public health emergency, but there's only one company in the entire world. You got people lined up, mostly poor and black and misinformed, poor, black, brown, and misinformed, 
lining up to get this Genios vaccine. And when did you first, Celeste, when did you first start hearing about monkeypox? Your first mention of it. The first time you ever heard the term. When was that? Okay, I'm looking at a letter dated September 24th, 2019. Remember, you just heard about it a couple weeks ago. To a Renee Bomer, PhD, Morrisville, North Carolina, 3025 Carrington Mill Boulevard. I guess that's their U.S. affiliate. Dear Dr. Bomer, please refer to your biologics license application, BLA dated October 5th, 25th, 2018. So this has been going on since 2018 when they applied for the license. Received October 25th, 2018, under Section 351 of the Public Health Act for smallpox and monkeypox vaccine, live non-replicating. So this company actually applied, and it's the only corporation where you can get monkeypox vaccine approved by the FDA. And that's why you know it's going to be lawsuits later. Um, for the monkeypox and smallpox vaccine. Just that first opening greeting statement should be enough to just piss you off, you know? Licensing. We're issuing Department of Health and Human Service U.S. License Number 2096 to Bavarian Nordic AS, uh, you know, some address in Denmark, under the provisions of Section 351A of the Public Health Service Act controlling manufacture sale of biological products. This license authorized you to Introduce or deliver introduction into interstate commerce, those products which your company has demonstrated compliance with establishment and product standards. Under this license, you're authorized to manufacture the liquid frozen suspension of smallpox and monkeypox vaccine, live non-replicating, which is indicated for the prevention of smallpox and monkeypox disease in adults age 18 of age or older determined to be at high risk for smallpox and monkeypox vaccines. And then there's a bunch of redacted stuff later on concerning its manufacture, where it's manufactured, how much it's going to be manufactured, the the ingredients. You can never get the FDA to tell you the ingredients of all these different, quote unquote, vaccines that they're producing. But doesn't that tell you something that they started? You just heard about this two months ago, Celeste, but four years ago in October, almost four years ago exactly, here this company was applying for the FDA for the U.S. license to roll this out just in time for the monkeypox outbreak. You see how we're part of the pharma industrial complex and it depends on shots and arms? Exactly. Exactly. So when you start talking about censorship and you start talking about uh, the group thing that happens once it gets into big government, big tech and everything else like that, what's what's a person to do who's out here trying to take care of themselves and their families every day, struggling against this economy and paying twice as much for gas with no pay raises in sight. What's a person to do? You see, certainly not trust the government or the FDA, but anything they're talking about. I mean, I look at people lining up around the block here in the San Francisco area, uh, lining up around the block to get this quote unquote vaccines because they're afraid of getting monkeypox. Like monkeypox is something that's happening uh, due to some sort of viral outbreak, again, you know, gay people having sex or whatever the case may be, they're trying to blame it on the homosexual, um, you know, community again, just like they did with HIV. Well, is that true? Why are they treating people with COVID with HIV drugs, if that was true? But why did they do that? Folks, I'm telling you, part of the killing fields here. 
the new industry, which is basically big government in cahoots with big tech, big media, big pharma, big news media, to convince you and program you to roll your sleeves up that you're going to be getting a shot every single day. You know, sometimes two or three times a day, depending on what their quota is and what their profit motives are. And yet the public is just rolling their sleeves up automatically for the next thing that comes out. And they don't understand that the byproduct of the COVID shot, the clot shot, the jab, is the symptoms that are manifesting now is what they call monkeypox. But we need to label that a whole new disease. For God's sakes, we can't blame it on the we can't blame it on the vaccine for crying out loud, David. I mean, you know, that that undermines our whole effort here. Sad. If you look at the government, they started the VARS. When you say uh, VARS, that's the Vaccine the, Adverse Events Reporting System. For our audience that's not familiar with the VARS term. The VARS, the VARS website, they did that um, to pretend like they are tracking what's going on. But we know because they admitted themselves that they deleted over 20,000 records out of the bar system. So, you can't hear me? So, even when you used, there was a doctor that was suspended from Twitter for quoting, direct quoting information from the bar's website. They put that as a CYA effort to say, hey, we're tracking what's going on. How many people has gotten vaccine injury? How many people has died? But even when a physician quoting directly from the VAR system, she was suspended from Twitter. Her account was permanently deleted. So that's censorship. That's the type of censorship that we're highlighting today that should not occur. She wasn't quoting Alice Jones or Marjorie Taylor Greene or QAnon. She was quoting directly from the government website that tracked vaccine injury and death. So I, I just you know, that just shows the level of censorship and the level of cooperation and how much in the bed, big tech, government, um, and and uh, agencies are, are, are protecting one another and propagating and advocating this level of censorship where it's almost unconstitutional what happened to freedom of speech, freedom of press? You know, so then she has to go on websites like Rumble or Truth Social to have her voice heard because if she go on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, they're either going to delete her post or permanently suspend her. So I think that we are the frog in the pot being slowly boiled. And uh, some people realize it and some people don't. You know, uh, we we watched that movie uh, with Chris Rock 
became president and one of the the tags in the in the movie was that ain't right you know so so many things that we see that's not right that we have to speak up and say this level of censorship should be unconstitutional this level of censorship goes a goes against human rights and is um and it's not right uh, we 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 should be able to use government sources and quote it on our social media without being suspended. So, what what are your thoughts on that, David? This will all end when we stop volunteering to use these platforms. You know, these platforms are free, but are they? After you build your life and you build your social construct on these platforms, it's not so easy to let go. I mean, it's almost like letting go of uh of uh i remember you know my uh, daughter and uh, her husband at the time you know got into this great big fight because he unfriended her on facebook and they were sitting there in front of me and i looked at both of them like really disgusted looking i said out of all the different things that y'all with two kids got to be concerned about every single day how dare you come in front of me arguing about being unfriending each other on Facebook. I mean, come to me with some substance or something when you're looking to me for counsel. Don't come to me with BS like that. Why do you have a damn Facebook account in the first place? You know? So it all in, it all ends when people stop voluntarily complying. This whole vaccine agenda, vaccine industrial complex that's killing people. One of the things the last unveyors, uh, vaccine adverse events reporting says, you can go look at it for yourself. I mean, uh, now, bear in mind that is, uh, things have been gr- grossly underreported. Bear in mind that what you see on theirs is absolutely shocking because you'll notice that over 36,000 people have died as a re- direct result of these jabs, these VA triple X faxes, I call them, uh, that they're doing to people because all it is to me is medical porn. And these people to this day, still think that they're doing it for your own good. So, folks, the only way this stops is with your own voluntary compliance. Shut down that Facebook account. If a billion people shut down their Facebook account, what do you think will happen to the value of that corporation? What do you think will happen internally to their values as far as their user base? But you got whole governments now that are running their whole governmental systems on Facebook, and that data can be manipulated and fact-checked. And so it's almost as if by using that platform, you, in a, in, by using that platform, you're agreeing to have your free speech rights uh, curtailed. You're agreeing to censorship. You're agreeing to have your uh, truths fact checked. You're agreeing to toe the party line when you, you have those accounts. Shut down your Twitter accounts. See what happens. A billion of you shut down your Twitter accounts around the world. A billion of you shut down your Facebook accounts. See what happens at stock price and see how fast those executives scramble in order to get you back. And I and, and and if they violated you once that way, why would you ever trust them again? So I think that we're the promoters of our own demise because, uh, you know, it takes both feet to enter the gate of, gates of hell. You know what I mean? And most people that wind up in hell, you know, they go there willingly. There's nothing you can do to stop them, you know. Where are you going? I'm on the highway to hell and I'm happy about it. You know, what are you, you going to do? You know, other than pray for him. 
you know, and try to talk some sense into him. But, you know, does that mean that you're going to get dragged into the fiery pit of hell with him? No, not necessarily. So, yeah, that's what I think about that, Celeste, is, is that voluntary compliance, people. Shut down your accounts. Don't log in. But like I said, everybody's social construct is built on these platforms on Twitter. They feel like face-to-face communication doesn't matter anymore. I got rid of my caller ID on my phone just so I wanted to be presently surprised about who's calling me. And so I never know who's calling me, so I always answer the phone professionally in the same way each time. You remember that when they had the rotary dial phones when you had no idea who was calling? And then all of a sudden you have that joy during the day that uh, people, family members may have called you out of the blue. Or, you know, maybe it wasn't so joyful if there was a bill collector calling because you ignored them one time too many or whatever. But this whole thing ends with your voluntary compliance. Shut down your account. They can't censor you if you're not on the platform. Don't go to YouTube. Don't click on any YouTube videos. Now, YouTube is very helpful, but there's also other choices that are out there that don't follow that line. You know, Google, a few years back, got rid of their motto that served them well for the first, I don't know, 18 years of their existence as a corporation. Don't be evil. A few years back, I think it was 2006 or 2007, right around the time of the subprime uh, mortgage house, housing meltdown. There was this big thing going around how Google got rid of their corporate motto, don't be evil. I said, oh, that means they're already evil when they got rid of that. Oh, they blurred the line. So for me, it's a very simple solution to this question. If you don't want to be censored, write letters. <laughs> write a book. <laughs> They're not going to take the time to erase your book. You know, they might keep you from distributing it, you know, but uh, and I, they can't keep you. And that's one of the reasons why they're not teaching. This is what's so dangerous about this next generation, particularly of elementary school students. They're not even teaching them how to write cursive anymore. Why? Because your cursive handwriting, your signature is part of who you are. It's part of your individuation. It's part of your individuality. It's part of who you are. It's part of your identity. Well, guess what? If your signature is DocuSign, well, do you really have that anymore? No, not really. You know, do people accept it? Yes. You know, is it forgery proof? Absolutely not. But the point is that it takes away your individuation, your individual personality, because they don't want you to be an individual anymore. They want you a part of this trans movement, this trans agenda. And when I start talking about trans agenda, I'm not talking about that uh, picture of the ice cream, you know, that they have in Walmart called uh, Great Value or whatever. But it's in a, and you got to watch that too, people, because they're putting a certain amount of chemicals in these different uh, gay pride promoting um, transgender type products, woke products. Uh, one of them is called atrazine. That's been proven by UC Berkeley studies to make turn male frogs into female frogs. So we're getting we're getting attacked that way. They don't want any sex anymore. They don't want people having sex anymore. You know, they don't want people procreating anymore. That's one of the reasons why they're pushing these jabs and vaccines on young people, age five and up, destroy their ovaries before they ever get a chance to develop. Boom, you don't have to worry about puberty problems anymore. And then how's that going to affect their individual uh, growth and hormonal balance and all that stuff that we normally go through during puberty because... Uh, you know, we've subjected our children to these jabs because we fall into this mass, mass hypnosis, uh, mass formation hypnosis, 
about uh, psychos, as I would call it, is it's not based on anything rational. It just doesn't make sense anymore. And we got a White House press secretary now, Miss John Pierre, that I don't see how she got the job. I mean, she is outclassed during that job. I mean, the most merciful thing for both her and the resident to do is to resign in disgrace and beg for apologies from the American people. Have a call to action. And I wanted to say, welcome to the Two Witnesses Podcast. You're here with David and Celeste, the Two Witnesses Podcast. Today's topic is censorship. Today is August 7th. 2022 and the topic is censorship you can reach us at black swan media at protonmail.com black swan media at protonmail.com and if you have any show ideas you have any comments that you'd like to give us um, if you want to more counseling when it comes to christianity or you want to pray the prayer of salvation send us an email and i'll give you a call back and i would pray with you i would lead you to the lord or answer any questions you may have and encourage you to download the bible app but we do appreciate you listening to the two witnesses podcast here with david and celeste today's topic was censorship thank you so much for listening we love you all and we are here as truth tellers truth seekers and truth revealers and love tells the truth and this is our truth god bless you